Welcome to the Weight Loss for South Asian Women Professionals podcast. I'm your host, certified life and weight loss coach and physician, Dr. Amruti Chowdhury, MBBS. I lost over 92 pounds using the mind management tools I teach. In this podcast, you will learn how to lose weight for the last time by taking control of your mind. Once you deal with the mental weight, the physical weight will be much easier to release. If you're ready for a fresh new perspective on weight loss, you're in the right place. Hello friends and welcome to the second episode in this podcast of Weight Loss for South Asian Women Professionals. So in the first podcast we talked about the self-coaching model and what I'm going to do today is I'm going to discuss the differences between facts and our thinking. Now I'm just going to recap a little bit about the model so that we can remember the five aspects of it because this may be the first time that you have encountered the model, encountered a tool to help with your coaching and to become aware of your mind. So the first aspect of the model is the circumstance. So these are the neutral facts. It may be something that someone has said. It may be a fact in the world that can be proven in a court of law. When we are, when we have those facts, we have a thought about those facts. And this is a sentence in our brain that is an interpretation of those facts. When we're thinking that way, it generates a feeling in our body, which is a vibration in our body. And when we feel that way, we take certain actions, inactions or mind actions. And when we're taking those actions, we then create the results. And the results always prove our initial thought true. So they are evidence of our thinking. So the reason why I recap that is because it will help us to actually see the difference between the circumstances and the thoughts in this episode. So often what we do is we try to change our circumstances. So for example, this food regime isn't working for me, so I'm going to change my food regime. I mean, this is what most of my clients have been thinking when they're trying a new protocol. It's easier to change the protocol than to actually challenge the real reasons why you aren't following it, which is your thinking. And you thinking that it isn't working for you and that I can't do this and that this is too hard is actually the real reason why you want to change the protocol. And you could change the the protocol if you wanted to, but actually when you realize that the actual food protocol that you are following is completely neutral, that it's kind of like, if that is completely neutral, then how do I want to think about it? How do I want to think about it in a way that's actually going to drive me to the result that I want to achieve, right? And sometimes you can change your circumstances, as I was saying, but sometimes you may not want to. For example, moving house. So if you're thinking, my neighbours are a nightmare, so I'll move house. It isn't actually the neighbours who are a problem and it's not the neighbours who are actually making you kind of feel maybe annoyed. It's actually your thinking about the neighbours. Because you could ask yourself, would everyone in the world think the same thought that I'm thinking about my neighbours? And if the answer is no, then you can realise that actually this is a thought, not a fact. You could ask yourself, would the neighbour actually think the same thing about themselves? Would the neighbour's friend think the same thing about themselves? And if the answer is no, then you can realize that actually, yes, this is a thought rather than a fact. Could this be proven in a court of law? Would everyone in the world agree on the same thing? If not, then that's a thought. 
you could choose to kind of keep thinking that thought if you wanted but then what you're doing is you're needing your neighbor to change for you to feel better and that feels disempowering that that kind of gives that power away to the neighbor Another example, I don't like working with these people, so I'll just change jobs. Your work colleagues get to be exactly who they are. And when you learn the tools of mind management, then you can choose to move jobs if you want to, but you don't need to keep changing the the facts or the circumstances to actually feel better. Because that's when you start realizing that it's not actually those, those circumstances that are making me feel the way I do. It's actually my thinking about them. And if we can realize that actually this is in our power, then we can actually and equally change the way we're thinking about them uh, in a way that's actually serving us to get to where we want to go. So um, another kind of um, example is um, kind of I'm going to I'm going to kind of teach you now the examples between facts and thoughts. Uh, My coach calls it the difference between facts and drama because often our thoughts are the things that are causing drama in our life and it often doesn't even feel like um, it's a choice it feels like this is just happening to us but on this podcast I'm going to be teaching you the ways how you can notice that and notice when your brain is offering you these thoughts and then choose whether you want to actually keep them or um, let go of them okay so the first example is the temperature. So um, the circumstance would be the temperature is 25 degrees outside. And the thought would be, it's hot. And remember, the thought is the meaning that you're assigning to the circumstance or the fact. So if you think about it's hot, you may think that that's the truth. But actually, would everyone in the world agree on it? And I was born in Kenya, and 25 degrees Celsius in Kenya may not be hot because they're used to much higher temperatures. They may just think it's pleasant. So can you see how the interpretation of the facts is the thought that is basically gonna be different for different people? Another example, the circumstance would be earning 30,000 pounds per year in a job. And the thought could be, it is not enough. Now, you may think that that's the truth, that this is not enough. I don't have enough to pay my mortgage, you know. You may think that that's a fact. However, it's a thought because not everyone in the world would think that earning 30K in a job is not enough. To some people, £30,000 is amazing. And to some people, it's not. So another example is the number on the scales. So when I was at my heaviest weight, that was 92 kilograms. So I could, the the fact there was 92 kilograms. And the thought is, I'm fat. Now, someone at 92 kilograms may think that they're fat, but not everyone at 92 kilograms would think that I'm fat. Someone who used to be 150 kilograms, who is now 92 kilograms, may be thinking, I am absolutely smashing this thing called weight loss. I am killing it, right? So can you see how the number on the scales is completely neutral? Which is why I teach my clients that when we are actually stepping on the scales, often they think that the number on the scales is making me feel the way I do, which is disheartened or excited or whatever they are feeling. But actually what I teach them 
about is that the number on the scales doesn't have the power to make you feel a certain way. It's your thinking about the number on the scales. So we often do a lot of this work um, in our coaching. Another example is my friend said, you didn't wish me happy birthday. That would be a fact because it can be proven in court of law that your friend said these specific words. But your thought may be, I'm an awful friend. And if you're thinking that thought, then it may make you feel disheartened. However, your friend saying you didn't wish me happy birthday doesn't make you feel disheartened. It's your interpretation of that that makes you feel disheartened, which is the thought, I'm an awful friend. Another person may think, it's no big deal, I forgot, which then makes them feel accepting. So can you see how my friend saying you didn't wish me happy birthday doesn't make me feel disheartened? It's my thought about it when I'm thinking I'm an awful friend. Another example, the circumstance may be I had a meeting with my manager and my manager said, you're fired. So that can be proven in a court of law, right? That is um, a fact. And the thought may be, I will never be able to earn enough money to pay my mortgage. So can you see how that is a thought? Because not everyone in the world would agree with that interpretation of the fact. Someone may may think, this is actually my opportunity to start up my own business and actually follow my dream of becoming a coach, for example, right? Another example, your circumstance may be your sister-in-law and your thought may be, she is so annoying. But would everyone in the world agree that she is so annoying? Would your sister-in-law agree? Would your mother-in-law agree? Would your partner agree? Maybe not, right? So that is the reason why that is a thought. You may think it's completely true, but when you are holding on to that thought and that's making you feel annoyed, for example, then you will basically need that other person to change for you to feel better. And that, as I said, feels so disempowering. Okay. So As humans, we are the only species who can think about our thinking, which is such a gift. We can be in that observer role of our thoughts. And in this society, we often don't don't even think about this concept that we can be um, an observer of our own thinking, that we can distance ourselves from our thoughts and that we we can believe that we are not our thinking. We are an observer of our thinking. We are not our thoughts. We are an observer of our thoughts. So, for example, if a thought comes into our brain, like I'm never going to be able to lose weight, you don't need to make that mean that that is the truth. You get to be an observer of your thinking and you can um, approach it with compassion and curiosity. You can think of it like I'm actually studying me. I'm getting to know me more. I'm getting to know myself better. And from a from an area and from an um, uh, a thought process of I'm not going to judge myself through this because I am I'm not what I'm thinking these thoughts are just sentences in my brain and I can choose whether I want to kind of believe them about me or not and so you can it's basically like um, getting a magnifying glass and kind of like putting it over our brains and and like studying it and 
when we get stressed, our brains want to go into kind of um, unconscious thoughts. So the thoughts that we've been thinking over and over again, and it doesn't kind of want to pay attention to them. So what we are trying to do is we are trying to be aware of, we have 60,000 thoughts a day. And when we start becoming aware of them, that's when we can kind of, um, you know, start challenging them. So for example, if you're trying to save money and then you spend money on um, lunch and then a coffee and then a snack and then a taxi on the way home, you may not even remember to write it down and you may not even remember to acknowledge it because your brain may go into kind of like an unconscious mode. But when we are kind of on purpose trying to become aware of our thinking, that's when we can actually decide to change it if we really wanted to, which is the which is where our power really lies. So you can start asking your brain questions like, what would my best friend say to her if I told her about this situation in question? So a lot of my weight loss clients say that when the scale goes up, they start beating themselves up. They start kind of um, going in the thought loops of this isn't working. Um, there's something wrong with me. Why can't I just stick to the protocol? So I often ask them, how would your best friend talk to you if you told um, her about the situation, if you told her or him about the situation? And they may say things like, yeah, it's no big deal. Like, you know, you're doing really well. Just keep at it. I know that you're going to get there. And how would it be if we started adopting that same thinking about ourselves, about our situation, and we started adopting the thinking that our best friend would think about the situation? Another way of looking at it is, how would I respond if my child told me this? So, for example, my um my son often tells me that um oh um mummy this happened and um you know um i'm i was really scared because um i didn't do my homework in time would i tell my child you should have done the homework you're such a failure why aren't you sticking to it or would i try to understand why he didn't do the homework or why uh, what was happening for him I know that I would want to kind of try and find out what was happening for him that made him feel scared about this. So questions that you can ask yourself is, why did I do that? What was I making this this thought mean? And whenever you're doing it from a loving place, it's going to yield so much more information. It's going to allow you to get to know yourself so much better. So you can ask yourself the questions of, so what? So if the thought comes up, I'm such a failure, you can ask yourself, so what? You can ask yourself the question, why? And then when you are kind of um, uncovering some of, when you're asking yourself these questions, you're uncovering the deep rooted beliefs and the deep rooted thoughts and the belief systems that you have that are creating these results that you may or may not want. So how often do you say to yourself that I failed as opposed to what's going on for me? And so creating a safe space to kind of unpack your mind is one of the best things you can do for yourself. And the way I do that and the way I teach my clients to do that is a thought download. So this is a an activity that is done daily, ideally, where for five to 10 minutes, you can either do it in the morning or the evening or when, you've, when you're experiencing a negative emotion. And what the aim of it is to empty out your brain. 
to offload all the thoughts that you were thinking. And what that does is it allows you to become a watcher of your own brain. Half the time we don't even know what we are thinking because we don't know what is going on in our brain. And then the thoughts just keep going round and round and round and round. And so this is an activity that you can do where you limit yourself to five to ten minutes at the beginning. Uh, So it may not kind of be a huge task for you and it doesn't feel like there's lots of obstacles for you to kind of start doing it. Where you just write for five to ten minutes write non-stop you can either write um like in a in a notebook with a pen which is what i would suggest or you can type on your phone and you can also do this when you're kind of feeling that negative emotion so say you're paralyzed with fear or overwhelm and you're feeling like there's so much going on that's a really good time to do a thought download because you can start looking at the thoughts and then you can start doing the activity that i uh, taught you about about looking at the difference between what are the actual facts here and what are the thoughts and when you start looking at your thought download and kind of like looking at okay what are the actual facts here you can then start putting it into the model you can start thinking okay this is an actual fact this is something that everyone in the world would agree on and then this is my thought about it when I'm actually thinking this way what feeling does it generate for me and when I'm feeling that way what do I do and then when I'm doing that thing what result does that create for me And so you can start becoming aware of when you are thinking this way, this is the result that it's creating for you. And so I'll give you an example. So, for example, when I started off coaching, I um, initially thought, oh, I um, no one wants to hear what I've got to say. And that made me feel disheartened. And when I felt disheartened, I wouldn't um, tell anyone about my coaching. I wouldn't post on social media. I wouldn't um, kind of coach myself on these thoughts that were coming up for me. I would um, judge myself. I would criticize myself. I would kind of spin in the in the in the negative thoughts, and then I would kind of create the result of um, not selling myself on the coaching and not being able to kind of um, show the world um, about the magic of coaching. So can you see that when I was thinking that no one wants to hear what I've got to say, I create that result by not even showing up and not not telling the world about what I want to say. So it shows up in my result line. You can also do it the opposite way. So you can also work the model backwards where you put in what result you've already got. So that may be your weight. And you may think, okay, what actions um, have I taken to get here? what was I feeling in that in that instance and what thought was leading to that now you can do that when you also want to get to a result that you want to get to so say you want to put your goal weight in your result line and this is the the weight you want to get to what actions would you need to get to that um, goal weight how would you need to feel to take those actions And what would you need to think about your current weight that's going to get you to the result that you want to get to and feeling that way so that you can take the actions to create that result. So it really is that simple. What I want you to do from today, if you are willing to become aware of your mind, is start that thought download. Write for five to ten minutes and keep offloading. One thought per line and just 
then start looking at your thoughts and say, okay, which ones are our thoughts and which ones are facts about this situation that I'm talking about? How can I ask myself questions? How can I get to know my brain better? How can I become an observer of my own mind? And this is one of the ways by doing a thought download. So if this is something that you would like to do, I would suggest giving it a go for at least 30 days. Give yourself that that challenge that I'm going to do a thought download every day for 30 days. Because when you start kind of... um, start small, that's when you're going to be more likely to actually stick to these things and um, start seeing the benefits of it. Initially, you may have thoughts like, oh my gosh, I don't even know what I want to, what's in my brain. Uh, This is um, dumb. I don't want to do this. And it's okay to have those thoughts. Whatever is in your brain, even if it's judgment, even if it's self-criticism, even if it's, um, you know, um, being mean to yourself, This is the first step by becoming aware of what is in your brain. So if you would like any um, further information on this, then um, I um, have done a Facebook Live on this. So you can access that on my Facebook, which is Amruti Chowdhury, and on my website, which is www.amruticoaching.com. Okay, I will see you again next week. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. For more free resources and for information on how to work with me, visit www.amruticoaching.com.